Hi, and welcome back to another episode of The Search Podcast. I'm Elliot Manning, the Managing Director of Cayman Recruitment. We are based out in the UK and US. Enjoy this week's episode. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of The Search Podcast. I'm Elliot Manning, the Managing Director of Cayman Recruitment. I am joined today by a very good client of ours, um, someone that we're helping closely, uh, you know, globally as well. Um, I've got today Harriet Rawlinson, who is a business manager at uh, Premier Group in the London office. But Harriet, you can uh, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit more about you. Yeah, sure. So, um, yeah, I'm Harriet. I manage um, our London office here at Premier, um, but specifically my kind of focus is within our tech team. Um, so I'm a pretty long standing member of the team and the business here. So um, I've been here for 10 years, just actually had my 10 year anniversary uh, last month. Um, yep. So I kind of joined as a trainee, um, not meaning really at all to get into recruitment. I kind of fell into it like the best of us. Um, And yeah, I've been able to build a a pretty, well, a very solid career here. um, Something that I'm very proud of. And and yeah, in 10 years, I guess I've never looked back. Yeah. Did you kind of see yourself in this position? Did you know straight away this is the one I'm I'm here long term? Or is it just more because, you know, to get stability out of a lot of recruitment businesses and people is you know it's quite hard but premier seems to have done that quite well especially with yourself um i'd say no i didn't know that recruitment was even going to be the right kind of job for me so my background um is i went to university i then trained um or started training to be a solicitor okay um and the reason that i went in into that kind of route of work is um one guess i wanted to earn quite a lot of money and I wanted to I saw myself as a, a kind of career woman and um, somebody that you know I wanted to kind of um, hit the top I guess yeah um but when after I did quite a bit of work experience in law I kind of realized that I was chasing the cash rather yeah. than the actual love of the job um so kind of realized that it maybe wasn't the right thing for me and then got a call from a uh, rec to rec agency at the time I can't even remember which one but yeah. um they just kind of uh, put recruitment to me and I went away did a bit of research and then realized actually it, it uh, ticks a lot of my boxes um, yeah. so yeah when I joined Premier I really um, was brought in to uh, Ben and obviously the the journey of the company and, and yeah. the direction that I was told that we were heading in um, but no absolutely not I never thought I'd be here for 10 years but I think um, the growth of the company um, opportunities that have been offered you know, all that kind of stuff has played a huge part into, you know, why I'm still here. Amazing. So where did you take the decision? Well, when did you make the decision that, that you know, during your, your journey there that you're going to move forward into more of a business management role and that's the route you wanted to take with all that responsibility? When did that, you know, kind of kick in? Um, it was something that was always on the cards from, you know, early kind of doors for me. So when I kind of hit senior consultant, principal consultant level, um, but I guess for me, it was really like five years in. Yeah. So I, before I moved across into a business management role, um, I really, it was really important to me that I, like, I hit the top bill at accolades. Um, and the reason for that is that I just wanted, I guess, um, something to work towards, number one. Um, yep. I wanted something to, to aim for. And I really wanted to, to hit that achievement before I, I guess I moved back from the day-to-day kind of hands-on job um, yep. of, 
of recruitment. So once I did that, I was then, I then felt I was ready to kind of move across Brilliant. into a more management focused role. Just to take a step back for a minute, um, you mentioned your background was more from a legal perspective rather than tech recruitment or even recruitment in general. Do you, did you not want to try and get into a career in recruitment with relevance to you know your legal background? Did you not think that that would probably be the best route, or you know how did you get you know sort of involved in tech? Um, I did actually before I took the offer here at Premier, I had a, a job on the table with a legal headhunting firm. Right. Um, so I was kind of pushed down that route. And the reason that I decided that it wasn't for me was yeah. I actually joined recruitment in 2009. So we were the back end of the kind of first, well, the 2009 2010 uh, recession. Yeah. Um, and I thought to myself, if I want to be in this job long term, and I, I saw myself as, as, you know, potentially carving a career out of it, you know, I wanted to be somewhere that was going to be lucrative. And I, I took into account that if we hit another recession, um, you know, the jobs that weren't going to go anywhere were the tech jobs. Yeah. Um, so then I kind of looked at, you know, I'm the most untechnical person that you will ever meet in your life. Yeah. Um, but I just kind of looked at what was lucrative and what, I could continuously make money in, um, and that's why I, I I decided to take a job in technical recruitment rather than legal. No, it's always interesting to know, and there's a lot of people out there that might be listening that are kind of maybe wondering the same sort of thing as, you know, shall I do something relevant to my degree? Shall I do something relevant to my interests and what I like? Or do I follow the market trend or the where the job is? And there's so many different reasons why people fall into recruitment and how they fall into it. So it's just good to know. Um, but moving back, you know, five years again, um, to the point where you decided which sort of career path you wanted to take, how did you learn? What did they do in the business or, you know, to, to be a manager? Did you have any particular training given? Was it more of a mentor from Ben or what, what, what how did that come about? Um, loads of different types of routes, really. So um, we do have a senior training program here. Um, okay. And I think something that was always really important for me was that I was going to move into a role at the time that I was ready for it. I think that there's so many agencies out there that offer, you know, brilliant career progressions. But the reality is, is that, you know, becoming a great manager and a great leader also comes with experience in the industry yeah. um, and, you know, a little bit to, to, to do with kind of your age and maturity as well can also play a factor. So our senior training program is um, a program that aims to develop your kind of softer skills around uh, mentoring and, and kind of um, basic leadership. I also did a couple of offsite courses with APSCO, um, one that was called Step Into First Line Management, which was also really helpful to me just in terms of kind of those basic um, leadership skills that I might not have kind of formally learned. Um, yeah. And then a lot of it was just on the job. Um, you know, I was lucky that I had seniors around me and, and people, my senior, that I was able to learn off, you know, Ben included in that, Andrew, obviously, who is in our running office, um, yeah. and some other managers, obviously, that were in the business um, at the time as well. Was there anything that you did personally outside of work that, you know, helped you? Any courses or any any books or um yeah so when we when i did the um training programs with apsco they would always suggest um you know some basic kind of like out of hours reading that you could do uh, one book that i really kind of took away and i still revert back to it now is um the one minute manager yeah um i think that's what it's called um 
and that um, was kind of really helpful to, I guess, like time management and, and that kind of thing. Um, I've also had some coaching um, that has been external, but the business has obviously kind of helped me with, yeah. um, that has developed um, my skills from a kind of outside recruitment perspective, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, So that was kind of really helpful as well. As a manager in the business now, um, what's the biggest challenges that you faced or face? You know, obviously with this year having been quite a rough year and a tough year, you know, and a lot of people, you know, looking up to you. Um, what challenges could you have you come up against? Um, so for this year, the main challenge has just been obviously shifting from an uh, in-office kind of role to work from home. Yeah. Um, I think that obviously, you know, it's great, don't get me wrong, it's great to have the perk to be able to work from home, you know, when you can. But I think being able to offer that kind of hands-on support and training to especially our kind of newer and more junior consultants has been been really challenging for sure. Yeah. Um, I also think just the, like the, the vibe, you know, sales is about, you know, being in a kind of busy, uh, you know, hustling and bustling type office um, where you've got good vibes and you're surrounded by kind of like-minded people that all want to be successful and all want to do well. And yeah. I think that when you aren't in that environment because you're working from home or um, you know, you're in a, a situation whereby um, you can't get into the office, you know, that can be be really challenging. You know, on top of that, also when the market takes a bit of a hit, yeah. Um, you know, we, we basically take the attitude of, well, we've got to find this business, so we're just going to have to work at 200% of our ability rather than 100% of our ability in order yeah. to find that. So yeah. it can be tough to, to, keep, to keep motivated in those um, situations as well but I think it's just all about taking it back to what your personal goals are um, Some, and keep striving forward. Fine so I'm interested to know about and I've asked quite a few people the same question is how did you find the transition into management from a remote aspect you know how did you find did you have to completely change your you know your ways of working in order to make it work did you feel like you were effective enough as a manager from a remote you know point of view or was it kind of all just the same and nothing really changed? Um, no, it was definitely, we had to change a lot of what we were doing, uh, mainly just because we train our consultants in a very kind of hands-on um, yeah. type approach. Um, so, you know, luckily some of the tech that we have here was really, you know, helpful to us in, in able to create that shift. So obviously we've got a phone system whereby we can download and um, uh, listen back to calls and things like that. So we were still able to do that from home. Um, and obviously we have Microsoft Teams, which obviously, you know, gives accessibility to anybody in the team to call yeah. anybody else in the team at any given point in time for additional support. Um, but it's still just not the same as being able to kind of turn the person next to you and say, what do you think of this? Or being able yeah. to actually listen to somebody on the phone. Yeah. So how's this year been, you know, overall as a, as a business for you, you know, from your point of view and from your opinion you know you you guys have been growing non-stop and have had a really in my opinion from you know from what we've seen a successful year I mean obviously it's got the challenges you know that you've had to we've all had to all face um but what's your recap on this year so I think you know don't get me wrong it has been challenging um yeah. but I view the you know as we've kind of approached the end of or we're halfway through Q4 I really um, look back and feel kind of really positive about 
where we've come as an office and, and as a business. And, and the reason for that is that although obviously we have had a lot of change, we've also had the opportunity that we probably wouldn't have had to hire some brilliant um, experienced recruiters that we've um, you know been able to, to hire from other businesses, which has brought new energy, new ideas, um, you know, and just a kind of new lease of life to the office as well. Um, so that for me is something that I'm really, I guess, um, proud of first and foremost, but um, secondly, I kind of really look forward to what the team have to offer and, you know, where yeah. we could kind of get to next year. Yep. So what's the plans next year then? Where, where, where do you see the business going? And have you got that all lined out and mapped out already? Yeah, of course. So we um, have a kind of end of year strategy um, discussion with the, the London team, whereby um, we deliver our kind of strategy and goal plan to the office so that everybody is on board with that. Um, in terms of, um, you know, my team and, and what my goals are, it's really just to develop our specialism in um, our, our kind of core areas that we know we're good at. So yeah. um, for, for us, those are development uh, data and DevOps, um, you know, all those three areas are kind of striving in the market, they're busy, um, you know, they're kind of high levels of, of salaries and 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 therefore um, good areas of focus for us. Yeah. Um, so in terms of kind of team headcount, I look to take the technical team in London from 10 heads to 18 by the end of the year. Um, and overall in London, um, go from 15 heads to 25 so um, that's the kind of goal for us um, and we're confident that we'll that we'll um, hit it for sure no, definitely look you guys have got a you know a solid brand in the market and you know the, the let's just say the reputation of you know a lot of you've been there done it you know as a business and you're still going and you're still growing and there's a lot happening it's not only just over you know here in the uk but also in the us as well which you know is is going to be you know a massive um play for the business um so just going back from the whole last 10 years and for those that are starting out in recruitment that are maybe have been in it for a year or two years or even, you know, those that have been in it for five years, um, what advice would you give them to get to the position that you're in now, right? You know, you started off as a trainee, you know, with um, this being the only company you've ever worked for to the point now where you're running, you know, a strong business in London. What's, what's the trick? What's the, you know, the advice that you would give? Um, I think number one, stick with it. I think, yeah. you know, my biggest kind of, um, I guess, saying I live by is, you know, Rome was, wasn't built in a day. Um, you know, these things and to build a, a kind of solid business um, that is based on relationship building, you know, let's, mm. let's remember that recruitment and people that are successful in recruitment, you know, build their business over a period of, of kind of years, you know, it doesn't happen overnight. So, yep. so number one, stick with it and, um, you know, stick with the kind of tough days, but also have goals in mind, you know, have things that you want to achieve. I think for me, looking back, you know, there were times that were tough whereby I wasn't hitting my targets. Um, you know, I, was, have that, always, uh, I wasn't yeah. earning the money that I wanted to be earning, you know, all that kind of stuff. But I just kept my goals in mind. Um, and I knew that if I, I, I stuck with it and I, I carried on, um, every day giving, you know, 100% and, 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 and completing goals that I'd action that day, yeah. I would obviously do well. Um, and it, and it has worked for me. So good. There was one other thing, you know, on this that I wanted to, to bring up as well. And something that I, I had, I had a recruiter re reach out to me about two weeks ago, and she works for a big recruitment business. And she was asking if I knew any females, you know, women in recruitment that, you know, they could go to for advice to, I suppose, get that mentor kind of leadership experience and, you know, and advice from. Um, 
what would you say to you know the females that are in recruitment because right you know let's be honest if you look at the industry that we're in it's very male dominated in a lot of businesses and a lot of business companies need to focus more on that diversity aspect um but you haven't been in the game now for 10 years yeah. as, a, as a female how how what would you have said to her you know as a mentor and you know trying to push through the ranks and you know the potentially the worries that she's got being surrounded by so many men I think it is difficult and you know that that was you know, I was in a very similar environment when I joined Premier um you know I do I don't necessarily think the industry is kind of uh, as male dominated as what it used to be yeah. um but advice that I would give is you know try to um engage in platforms that are available out there um you know for example I know Appsco do a women in leadership I think it's called um yeah. kind of uh, series that you they have have kind of lunches and um, all sorts of uh, talks and things that you can listen to. Yeah. Um, there are loads of people out there in the industry that are willing to offer advice um, and kind of help and things like that. But yeah, I don't really see it as a, a kind of negative, I guess. I think that, uh, you know, I, from my experience anyway, I think women are better recruiters, if anything, than, yep. you know, some of the blokes out there. Um, yep. Again, a bit of a stereotype, but, um, you know, I think that it comes down to your ability and, again, the goals and thing and, and what you want to achieve. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, not necessarily a gender, a gender kind of issue. Fine. I mean, look, it's, it's, it's different in every business, right? Um, and some companies have different, you know, views and directions that they go in with their companies and they get themselves in a position where they get stuck. Um, but... Moving on from that, um, you guys, you mentioned obviously the growth plans and for those that are listening, um, you guys are hiring. Can you tell us a little bit more about the kind of people you want to see? Yeah, sure. So we are hiring um, quite rapidly at the moment yep. and we will, we will continue to do so over the next kind of few months. Um, in terms of what we look for, we, we're not necessarily after people that, um, you know, are from degree backgrounds. We're really kind of open. We'll look at... Um, uh, university students but also you know people that are kind of straight out of or have gone straight into work um, from school I guess for us what is important is um, to have a kind of strong money motivation behind you um, you know and have um, some kind of solid goals that you are keen to hit um, yeah. in terms of that kind of sales background you know I'm somebody that I didn't have any raw sales experience when I came into recruitment I had worked in you know I'd done some kind of retail jobs and things like that but certainly nothing um, that was telephone based so again for us that's not you know the be all and end all but um, some kind of natural ability in that you know if you've done a little bit of kind of telephone based type stuff that's always helpful yeah. um, but then you know just real kind of positive um, people that obviously you know want to aim high I, I guess that's that's what we're after Brilliant. Fine. Well, look, um, for those that are listening in on this podcast and you want to ask Harriet any questions, I'll, I'll direct them straight over to you and they can reach out to you directly. There'll be a link to, to Harriet's LinkedIn page um, as well as information on Premier Group as a, as a business. But um, I think what you've 
shared is absolutely brilliant and you know anyone listening to this will get a really good picture on you know you and the company and where you're going and what you've done and where you've been um i think you're a massive inspiration obviously anyone that's been in a business you know and has grown through the ranks and especially at a 10-year anniversary that you've recently hit as well it is is exceptional so um it's been a real pleasure having you on here harriet um i'm going to share this out everywhere and if anyone's got any uh information that they need just feel free to reach out Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Any questions, welcome. I'll, I'll answer whatever you need to. Appreciate your time. Speak to you soon and uh, have a good rest of the day. Cheers. Thanks very much. Cool. See you later.